0: Hi, my name is Isabel Galliano and I am a cancer coach. My role is to support cancer patients and those affected by cancer throughout their healing journey. I give advice in nutrition, in sleep coaching, physical activity, and also emotional well-being. And the topic of my core of my talk today is healthy guts and the connection with cancer. And we are going to talk today and explain what is the microbiome. Why our microbiome is so important for our physical and mental health, and what is the connection between our gut health and cancer? And at the end of this talk, we will give you very practical advice on how to create a lifestyle that will improve your gut health. And I'm very honored today to have Dr. Sandra Rangel with me to talk about this fascinating topic. Hi, Dr. Rangel. Hi, Isabella. Thank you for having me here. So, Dr. Rangel, you uh, are an integrative oncologist, uh, you live in Bogota, Colombia, and you have graduated as a medical surgeon and then went on to become an oncologist, but it is really when you w- had a personal experience with cancer yourself in 2006 that you become very much interested in a more holistic and integrative approach to health and that you really got into the understanding of how the whole body approach is so important in terms of healing. So can, can you tell us a little bit how did you get so interested in the gut health and then what brought you to, to uh, write the book that is called Our Invisible Friends, An Optimal Microbiome is Key a life of health
1: and well-being yeah okay
0: I'm
1: gonna share part of my testimony because that is what led me to where I am now and um, I graduated as a medical doctor Isabella in Bogota but I don't live in Bogota most of my family live there mm-hmm. I spent most of my time in United States and um, I moved to um, I was moved to New York because I wanted and study over there. It was a dream for me to live in the Mm big (laughs) city. And being there in December 2006, I was diagnosed with a stage three cancer in the left vocal cord. I was Mm. very young at that moment. I never expected I was gonna go through cancer myself. So at that moment I was in shock, like, what? I put everything in God's hands.
0: I, overall, I know
1: I am a spiritual being. And I surrendered completely. And I told God, I'm sure you are going to use this for your glory somehow. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I was very skeptical about the medicine that I practice now. And I didn't know anything about it. So I went to the best hospital in the world, Memorial Memorial Sloan Cairnian. In Manhattan, they told me we need to do chemotherapy and radiation for six months. And after that, we are going to do a surgery. The possibilities for me to speak again were very few. And they told me all the side effects that were going to happen. And at that moment, I disconnect my medical knowledge from my faith. You know, like those moments that you are like, God, you are not gonna allow anything happen to me. And Mm -hmm. I started doing my treatment, chemotherapy and radiation. Few weeks after I started, I was very weak. I lost a lot of weight. I was not able to speak. Um, And I, in that moment, I was feeling very, very sick. I opened the Bible, and I got in the Bible the word that says, you can go in peace because your faith has healed you. And I told God, if this is for me, Stop the treatment now. At that moment, I was going through my chemotherapy session, and the oncologist told me, you are very sick. We cannot do anything this week. The following week, he called me and my ex-husband to his office and he told us that the patient that was doing the treatment at the same time with me was at the intensive care because he got a long hemorrhage due to one of the medicines that is Sebastian. And he told me, Sandra, if something happened to you, I quit my career. We have decided, the medical team, that we are going to stop your treatment now. And I was like, God, you heal me. You know, that was my request. So I just, immediately I, I declared that you heal me. And they were not able to see my vocal cords because everything was very inflamed due to the radiation and chemotherapy. When they checked my vocal cords, like two months after that, everything was clean. All the side effects they told me were gonna happen, never happened. And I just surrendered and I told the spirit like, please leave me. You know, I surrendered my life, leave me. And it was a transition that, because at that moment I was not feeling any passion for my career anymore. You know, I was questioning many things and it was a process. I didn't know what to do because at that moment, integrative integrative medicine was not something common. Still, it is not. Holistic medicine was not. So I didn't know how to do it. A friend of mine later told me to join the Integrative Nutrition Institute in New York. and I was blessed that I was able to go there and be present with Deepak Chopra and Andrew Weil, all these doctors. So, for me, that was an wow, another way to see my career. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning. Later, I started studying just with Dr. Andrew Weil, more in cancer. I moved to Florida. I joined Hippocrates Health Institute. I, is that the, I met Dr. Lee Cowden, being there, he is the director of the Integrative Medicine of the Academy of Integrative Medicine. And I continue my my studies. And everybody was telling me all the time, you need to write a book with your testimony. So I started writing a book in 2015. When I was writing my book, um. In 2016, I was invited to be in a seminar of the microbiome in Vienna. So I went,
0: and I was
1: amazed. I thought, you know, my book need
0: to talk about this. This is the new medicine. So I focused. And, my- and and I can see, you know, it's like with so many people when when you see people who are really passionate in the cancer field very often I can see this pattern that they have had a personal history themselves. And uh, that's something that we share. So I, I have also been diagnosed with cancer actually the same year than you. And so many of our cancer coaches and, and people that work at the cancer coach have also a personal history with cancer. And this gives us a special connection, right? To want to really work and help cancer patients. So, So in your journey, you discovered the importance of your gut health. And uh, can you can you lead us a little bit uh, into explaining, you know, what is actually the microbiome and why is it so important for our overall health and then specifically for cancer?
1: Isabella, the microbiome has been like, you know, when Pythagoras said that the earth was the circle and it was not flat. And <laughs> Another important discovery was that the air was not the center of the universe. This is the microbiome in medicine. The microbiome is telling us the cell is not the center of human health. You know, that is a big dogma that has failed because mm-hmm. it's a new way to see medicine. 90% of what we are is bacteria viruses parasite fungi with this new topic like the covid nineteen I've been trying to tell people like viruses represent fifty two percent of our genome they mm-hmm. imagine our genes come from viruses bacteria parasite fungi so they are If they are not healthy, we are not gonna be healthy. You know, the Mm -hmm. microbiome is not only, many people think that the microbiome is only in the gut. No, they are not, they are in our skin, in our respiratory tract, the mouth, urogenital tract, the brain, and they are everywhere.
0: Every day. Yes. And, and I think that that's a very important concept to, to understand for our listeners. That very often, when we talk about gut health, people would expect <laughs> that if there is a problem with their gut health, they will have indigestion and digestive symptoms. But there are many, many other symptoms that can show that you have actually. Uh, an unhealthy gut. It can show in your skin, it can show in brain fog, it can show in so many in, in insomnia, trouble sleeping, uh, trouble concentrating, fatigue, even joint pain and thyroid issues. So I think that's something important to explain to our listeners that it's not because you don't have belly pain or you don't have digestive issues that it doesn't mean that you need to look into your gut. It has, as you just said, an, an, an impulsive of other uh, effects on our health and also our brain and our mental health. Exactly, exactly. And that is another
1: important thing, and is to talk about the innate immune system. That is like the barriers that protect us, you know, so there is a new topic that is leaking up. When I talk to friends, colleagues, about leaky God, they are like what are you talking about mm. <laughs> you know it's so new to understand that the gut has leaky mm. and that is changing the interaction we have with the ecosystem outside and it's bringing many diseases and for example Symptoms like like you were mentioning, brain fog, uh, acne, hypothyroidism, uh, low energy, fatigue, all that is uh, telling me there is leaky gut. And Mm -hmm. honestly, most of the people have leaky gut to do. We will talk later about the causes because the environment is very toxic.
0: And then also, as you just mentioned, the the health of our gut has an extremely importance in our immune system. And so the immune system is not only innate. Of course, part of our immune system is we are born with it. But we also create our immune system with the interaction with our environment. And I think that's such a powerful message to give also out there that, you know, you can work on your immune system. And the first thing to start working on is on the health of your gut. So can you explain a little bit connection between uh, the gut, the immune system, and then cancer, of course, because we know that uh, our immune system is very, very important in terms of cancer, in terms of of, uh, developing of cancer, but also if you have been diagnosed with cancer in order to be able to heal and to uh, reduce the risk of recurrence?
1: Yes, as as a doctor. I can tell now people that you can have a new body, you know. And we never learned that when we are studying medicine mm. to the patients, you can have a new body, you can yes. be completely renew. You know, mm. when you change your lifestyle, your mindset, your everything, because something very important, Isabella. Before I forgot to mention, but I I always like to tell people we are not only physical body you know we are an energetic body emotional body the mind and the spiritual um so in order to heal we need to to work in in everything we cannot forget about sometimes we talk too much about the body forgetting mm-hmm. all the other part um, but i was gonna say when we are in the womb Supposedly, we don't have any microbiome there, but now we know Mm -hmm. that it's not that way. You know that when you get a baby and you get the baby's fecal material, you get 10 10 to elevated to eight zeros of virus. So that means that the baby being in the womb already got all this microbiome out of and Mm. when he's in developing he gets of course more from the environment but the main thing is the mother and so when you get vagina delivery you get all this microbiome from the mother that is going to tell you how the how is the ecosystem outside now we know that one of the main reasons of disease is when the baby is born by cesarean because the microbiome is completely different. Imagine to be born in a hospital and the first exposure to bacteria is the bacteria in the hospital. It's totally different from the vagina. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that starts um, representing the immune system in the person. One of the main things to ask now is like, were you born by cesarean or by a normal Mm. delivery? So um, what happened when you grow and you get exposed, exposed to all the bacteria and all that you develop the immune system, the microbiome is like the gatekeeper to talk to the immune system, to the cells and they are the ones who tell the cells like what to do, you know, so it depends on them. The, everything depends on them. If they are not healthy, it's impossible for the
0: immune system to get the good signals, the good, yeah, the good communication. So what we were mentioning, the importance, you know, of, of the microbiome the, on the way, you know, we were born, But but I also like to emphasize, you know, that as we said before, that you can still have an impact on it. So the way that you live, the way that you eat, uh, so many parts of the, your lifestyle can have a positive or a negative impact on your, on, on your gut health. So if you don't mind to get a little bit into that, what, what are the most important? So we know, of course, that, that uh, uh, nutrition plays an extremely important role in, the, in our gut health. But uh, stress also influences our gut health uh, and also sleep. Because while we sleep, that's where the lining of our gut regenerates. And if we don't have good sleep, don't have enough sleep, don't have deep sleep, we are not that efficient in regenerating the lining of the gut. And, of course, leaky gut is then much more uh, probable.
1: Yes, totally agree. And I think sleeping could be one of the most Important things when you sleep: the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic. They should be even, in mm-hmm. order for the body to be able to regenerate everything that is not working properly. Nowadays, with the electro pollution and all the things, the way that houses are built. That makes things difficult, you know, the lack of grounding. So the nervous system is not able to relax. Mm-hmm. So I tell my patients, like grounding, something so simple. Go and touch the earth daily. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get better to sleep. Do that practice daily. Remove your shoes. Go and the earth. I think some people that maybe follow me, they will think like this doctor is always in nature. It's true, but it's who I am. I've been learning that nature, and this is something I get very passionate, Isabella. This, I don't know, in the jungle, in Colombia, on the Amazon, the shamans, the way that they heal people, is that they, like Barry, you know, put the person inside of the earth with the head outside so the person can bring and hydrate and they leave it there for four days, three, four days. After that, they get the person out and the person is totally healed because the earth healed them. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, when you get that concept, you think like, wow, it's all this perfect ecosystem around us. So, that is what
0: they. And you is. talk about you talk about ancient and traditional ways of healing, and I think it's it's also too important to 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 explain that nowadays we have lost such a big diversity of our microbiome, and that the diversity of bugs that are in the microbiome are so, are so critical to our health, and it's it's said that we lost about forty percent of the diversity due to, in Western actually countries, due to our lifestyle, because we are not exposed to nature, as you just mentioned. We we don't get dirty that much, and are exposed you know, to, to, to nice environments. We also, our, our food is much more restricted, so we tend to eat all the time the same foods, much more processed foods, not enough variety, not enough uh, enough uh, fibers. And also our stress levels are just uh, getting higher and higher. Uh, our sleep has less good quality and all of that affects also the diversity of, of the microbiome. So what can we do to uh, help us, you know, to regenerate our gut and to uh, build up a bigger diversity of, of these important bacteria in our microbiome? Okay, one of the main things is that we need to
1: be with people. You know, we need to to interact, right? To have a life. (laughs) We need to interact. You know, we need to hug. We need to kiss. We need to share spoons with people. That is very important. We have been created not to be isolated. So, huge. Contact with nature. Eat dirt. Literally, eat dirt. Mm. Get clean food. I am not talking about vegan, raw vegan, keto. There are many diets nowadays. What is important is clean, real food. Mm. Because glyphosate is one of the main causes of leaky gut destruction totally of the immune system if people is listening glyphosate is a pesticide that has killed many and so that is a very important toxin that's why it's very important to eat organic but more than organic local fresh you know like if you are able to get... Real food.
0: Real food that, that was given to us by nature that was not made in a laboratory by man.
1: Exactly, exactly. Avoid the plastic and all these toxins. So live as clean as you can. That is, is very important. And when I talk about food, I like to mention that the food not only comes through the mouth, you know, it's also what we put in our skin because our skin absorbs 70% of everything that we put there and the microbiome is also here. So avoid all these hand sanitizers. <laughs> you know, this thing that is happening and people cleaning their hands all the time. Please do not do that. You know, we, you are removing the microbiome that protects you in the skin. So use things that you are able to eat in the skin, like coconut oil, olive oil, <laughs> just things that you are able to eat. That is very important. Also, we feed ourselves with the things that we wash. Please, I tell people, do not wash the news. You know, before going to bed, please, no wash, you do not wash any TV, uh, social media, avoid it, because that feeds your emotions, your mind. Isabella, the mind can create disease, you know, we know that. Mm-hmm. So it's very important how you are feeding your mind and your emotional body, you No know, things that you hear. During this pandemic, I was telling my mother, please do not watch the news, do not watch TV, do not hear all that because she was
0: paranoid. She stopped doing that and she come. So you are mentioning a, a few important points here, and I also just wanted to remember to our listeners. And even if you if you uh, listen to us uh, later on in the recording, please send us your questions. Uh, send questions to me or, or to Dr. Rangel. We will be happy to answer them live now or later on. Uh, get back to you personally. And I just wanted to go a little bit more into detail of what you just said right now. So uh, getting back uh, into nutrition. So uh, such an important aspect of nutrition, as you said, it's not about what kind of diet that you are you are following. It's, it's really the diversity that is so important because uh, every buck inside our gut feeds from different food. So uh, it, it's, to have this diversity, we need to have diverse food. Otherwise, we, they will not have the nutrients they need to survive. So I always say to my clients when they ask me, what's your most important advice in terms of nutrition? I always would say, Diversity. So diversity, of course, in the natural and uh, whole food range of products, and mainly plant-based, not necessarily exclusive, but that's really in the plants that you will fe- find the fibers that feed all these good bacteria that are so that we are so dependent on. So uh, when we talk about fiber, we talk about fruits and vegetables, of course, but also nuts and seeds, legumes beans, pulses, and whole grains. So these are kind of uh, foods that you need to integrate in, in, your, in, your, in your diet as much as possible. And then you are talking about, excuse me? Fiber is key for the microbiome. Yes. Without fiber, the micro, the, 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 the bugs don't survive inside our our. our, our. They don't yes. survive. And something, Isabella,
1: that is very, when we talk about food, I want to to mention um, a memory. Ecaria, you know this island that belongs to the blue zone. Yes. And over there, you are not asked, What did you have yesterday for dinner? Was vegan, was keto, was they asked you who did you who did you have dinner with? Yes. you know like the mm. importance? I always, when I lecture, I talk about vitamin L being the most important vitamin of all. It stands for vitamin love, mm. you know? So I cannot explain how this microbiome share this consciousness. Mm-hmm. Science cannot, cannot
0: give you an explanation how, <laughs> but they do. Yes, and I think it's also important here to mention that it's not only, as you said, what you eat, but it's also how you eat, so it's important to have the right atmosphere while you eat, to not be stressed when you eat, to take the time when you eat to chew properly, you should be chewing your food 20 times before you swallow it, and then many things around how you eat, again, if you are relaxed when you are eating, if you are focused on the food that you are eating, if you are with people that you enjoy, you will digest the food much better. Your digestive system will be much better able to absorb the food, and it yeah. will create a healthier gut. And then, uh, an other few things that I wanted to 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 add in terms of how to eat is also these habits that we have nowadays to eat all day long, and and it's very important for our guts to give them a rest. So. If our gut is constantly working, it's very difficult to repair and regenerate. So it's very important that we give our gut a break, that we don't snack all day long. And then also that we give it really a long window to rest, which is at night. And, And there I also always suggest to make sure that you have dinner really very early and that when you go to bed, that your digestion is done because we want your, uh, your gut to be at rest at night so that it can do the work, the important work of repairing the gut and the lining of the gut instead of being so busy digesting your food. And I think Isabella, you touched another important point and it's to
1: respect our circadian rhythms. Exactly. Not have forgotten about them, you know, like yes. people nowadays go to bed around 12 p.m., 1 a.m., forgetting about all the circadian rhythms, mm-hmm. and that is going against nature, the way we have been created, you know. So when we have dinner early, we are respecting that, mm-hmm. Also, so our ancestors, used to have breakfast very early in the morning. And there is a reason why, you know that, this is new for me, but I was asking why they do that. Now I understand and they, they were right. You know, with this industrialization and people always doing and doing and doing, they put the body under tremendous stress all the time. And
0: And I I think this notion of circadian rhythm is also so important because usually we, 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 we tend to talk about the circadian rhythm in terms of sleep and how important it is for our quality of sleep but we forget that so many other things are linked to the Sankirtan if and eating yep. is one of those things. So, if we don't respect the Sankirtan rule, as you say, uh, and 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 I, I just read a very interesting study that where um, that puts a people, you know, with exactly the same diet. So same diet, but eating at different times. So one group was eating late at night and the other group was having an early dinner and going to bed with an empty stomach. And the results were really astonishing in so many aspects. So in terms of fatigue, in terms of, of uh, the way they slept, but also the way they felt the other day, the energy levels, uh, the digestion. And I like those tips, you know, that they're that so easy to implement. Because sometimes we focus, you know, people focus so much on how many grams of this to eat and how many grams of that. But it's really always to start with the basics, get back to the basics, to the rules of nature and, and follow that first. And, and as we said, uh, eat whole foods, natural food, eat in the rhythm that nature created for us, go to bed when it's dark, get up in the morning when the light comes out, all these things. And then the other uh, aspect that I think it's important to mention is phys- physical exercise, because, I mean, this is a living thing inside of our body. And, and when we move, they move with us. And, and that is also something that, that enhances the health of our gut health. Sedentary lifestyle has been so detrimental in so many aspects, but also in terms of the, the health of our gut. Yes, exactly. And hydration,
1: Mm. lots of people are going with uh, constipation and the main reason is just lack of hydration, you know, and they realize and they start drinking clean. This is another very important clean water, pure water. And immediately they solve that. And yes. Life, exercise, the lifestyle we have been created to, to be in movement all the time, not to be sitting in an office. So that that is, is going back to the to our ancestors. You know, going back to
0: the way that they used to live. So simple. Exactly, less is more very very often and then you know we we talked about the importance of the gut in so many aspects of our health and also the mental health is definitely linked to, to, to the health of our gut and studies are now showing that people that are depressed tend to have an unhealthy gut and that if you put them on also a, a diet that will enhance their, their, their gut health, there will also be improvement in terms of mental health. So I think that's another important uh, aspect to understand. Um, and then I wanted to go a little bit deeper with you, if you don't mind, in terms of cancer. So um, so I mean, we both have gone through cancer, we, we, we know how it is, you know. Uh, And especially to to understand a little bit in terms of cancer recurrence and also in terms of of recovering from cancer treatments, because when you've been through cancer, often you go to some kinds of treatments or you're taking some kinds of medication, which also creates some disruption in terms of your gut health. So it's always very important to to never forget that there is this importance of rebuilding your gut, and uh, the microbiome uh, after a cancer treatment, but also how important it is to uh, make sure we have a healthy gut and with that a healthy immune system to minimize our risk of recurrence. Yes, and for example, chemotherapy destroys the lining of the gut.
1: So if someone that is listening is going to chemotherapy needs to uh, start after you finish the treatment it's very important to start recovering the pain the of the gut and your microbiome because when you do chemotherapy when you do radiation you leave that area sterile and now you know that these bacteria they are there to protect us they are so perfect you know when so when you do these treatments to remove all of them. That's why you get metastasis and the metastasis, the cancer come back more aggressive because there are no protection due to these treatments. No? I respect that someone goes to that, but it's not my recommendation.
0: You know, I, I respect it, but it's not
1: what I recommend. So it-
0: so in terms of, of, of protecting you as much as you can from a recurrence of, 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 of a cancer, so working on the gut again is, 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 is yeah. important. Whatever treatment you decide to go, that's always a personal choice, but working on the gut should always be part of the, the a cancer treatment. Yes, it's part of, the, I think it's the
1: beginning. First we need to start cleaning, you know, when you realize that people have some fecal material there, they start for maybe many years. So it's very important to start cleaning and cleaning all that to start the detox process. So you need to open all the drainage, the colon, the kidneys, the skin, the respiratory tract, lymphatics, so your body is able to detox. And I like to support these treatments with the right supplements, the right food, the proper hydration, and all the things we have been talking, sleeping and all that. And the diet that is, of course, is very important. Fasting is one of the cheapest ways to detox the body. Um, So it is a process, you know, for someone that wants to start, it's not from one day to another. Takes time to recover, but our body um, is so amazing that you will see the effects very fast, you know, when you really
0: engage with your healing, you will see the results. And and I think when we talk about detoxification, which is, extremely important for everybody, but of course, uh, crucial uh, for cancer patients, specifically after treatment. I think it's also important to to remember that we have our innate detoxification systems, and that it's really about enhancing this natural detoxification uh, systems that we have. And and again, some tips that we can give is, as you mentioned, drinking lots of clean water and making sure that you don't have constipation. Something that I see every single day in my practice, specifically with, with with cancer patients, constipation. As you mentioned uh, before, uh, that's our main detox process. And if and and I think that it's important to stress that because uh, you you might see it yourself. But I have so many clients that just get used to get constipated, and they just believe that's just the way they are. And it's it, it's crucial to have every day at least one bowel movement. If that's not your case, you need to work on it. This is not something that you can just ignore and just, no, you need to work on it and and, and you need to talk to a health specialist about it and there are many ways you can start doing as we said by drinking lots of water, more movement, more fibers in your diet, but it's so important to address because Again, you won't be able to detoxify if there is no bowel movement and you won't be able to have a healthy gut if you don't have a a healthy digestion and a healthy bowel movement. Exactly, and I
1: think for many people at the beginning, the way to start solving this problem is with enemas. I recommend coffee enemas. I think that they are amazing to help the body to detox. So of course, it's nice that someone gets, um, you know, it's nice to look for people that support the process, not start doing it, just doing it by themselves. It's, yes, it's, I, I,
0: I always like to kind of, as we said before, you know, to let's start with the basics. So let, let's start to enhance your body's natural ways of processing. And then if you want to go a next step, and do some, 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 something a little bit more intense, it's very, very important to be you know, with a health practitioner that understands these techniques yeah. and that you are supervised. Don't try any of these uh, on your own. And, and, and that's also something, you know, we see a lot of self-medication, of uh, self supplementation, and self-detoxification. And, and very often it really goes the other way around, that people don't understand that their body needs to be ready To detoxify and there is a process that needs to be followed a protocol that needs to be followed in order for your body to be able to detoxify and so that it doesn't uh, it's not harmful to you so always seek you know the the guidance of of, of, of a professional uh, in terms of of more extreme uh, um, detoxification process I'm just looking here at some questions uh, that we have here do not
1: ah, use your because they destroy the microbiome.
0: Yes, and I, I just, it's, so another point that I, I wanted to add before we leave is the inflammation. So we know that inflammation is, is one of the main causes or the root causes of so many diseases. And, and again, inflammation of the gut uh, uh, is something to, to be very mindful and again to, to, to look at at the foods that are inflammatory, like all the processed foods, all the, the cheap uh, vegetable oils to, to avoid. Uh, uh, in terms of inflammation of, of the gut, uh, any, any other tips from your side? To explain people
1: what happened with inflammation, when you have leaky gut, your gut opens, so things that belong to the gut start going to the blood. Mm-hmm. And immediately you create an inflammatory process because your body starts reacting against something that doesn't belong there. So start the inflammatory process. So the main tip is to start healing the lining of the gut, you know. Mm-hmm. And for this it's important to look for for help. You know, if your doctor is not doesn't have any idea about the microbiome and the gut, I think that is important
0: that you look for another.
1: <laughs> yeah, another. Yes, example. and then
0: and, and then you think I think that uh, that's why also I always say you know to 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 uh, heal a cancer patient to treat a cancer patient you need a village. So. Uh, I think that everybody has also different qualifications, different interests, and it's important to look out and really to build this team around you. And to, I mean, you, you might have your oncologist. Uh, a but it's important to also look at the whole body and uh, and a more integrative uh, care plan and, and look at all these other aspects of health that are so crucial in terms of recovering from the disease, but also in terms of minimizing the risk of recurrence. And and again, lifestyles play such an important role. So look out there to, for help in terms of, of getting good sleep, getting a good diet, Making you having a good exercise plan, all of these things, and as you mentioned before, emotional well-being is such an important factor. So, uh, and and I, I, I love that. Yes, I love that. You know, you you, you see all you, you you see the importance of all these this this, this, this aspects.
1: Yes, Isabella, and I was gonna
0: say, could be the worst
1: stress, for someone, is a toxic relationship. Mm. You know? so I always invite my patients and people, if in your marriage you are not happy, either you solve that situation or you move away. Because if not, it's very difficult to
0: heal. Could be one of the main main things, main stressors for someone. Yes, and it's it's very important what I always say is in order to heal. We need to heal our body and our mind, too, and address, address both sides uh, uh, to, to really achieve long-term healing.
1: Yeah. Sandra, I, okay. I really
0: wanted to, to thank you so much uh, for taking the time uh, to, to talk to us and giving you the insight. So uh, we put in the notes here the, the title of your book again, Our Invisible Friends, and uh, don't hesitate also to, to have a look at our website www.thecancercoach.org and I'm looking forward to see you next week for another talk. Thank you very much, Dr. Sandra Rangel. Thank you, Isabella.